Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. Hi, everybody. It's PLL 100. A is back. And I'm your host, Kelly. And we have a full panel tonight. Yeah. Hi, everybody. It's Stephanie Wanger. Hey, everybody. Francisco Thurston here. And I'm Emma Kay. And Miss Me Times 100. What did you guys think? A is back. Duh. Like... We knew that was coming. Yes, full of love. This yeah. episode this is adult. a very, very <laughs> sexy episode. R rated. I mean, we had bare backs and lots of making out. <laughs> and there was like <laughs> sex everywhere. <laughs> Ezra forever. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, Hashtag Ezra forever. For all you Ezra fans, I'm I, sure they were in heaven tonight. Well, yes. I'm glad he's Back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I like the hand gesture nice. Back to work. <laughs> All right, so PLL one had the hundredth episode. It was really hyped up. Overall, what did you guys think of it? I mean, I thought that they brought a lot to the episode. They really tried to make it jam-packed, and I talk about all the time that I want answers on the show, and they definitely had lots more questions, and we got a few answers. I was excited to... There were some loose ends that were tied up tonight, so I felt like it was a little bit of both. Answers and questions. Okay. I have to agree. Yeah. I think when our fans from the East Coast were tweeting us, I was just like, no, I don't want to know what's going on, but everyone was so excited about the episode that I couldn't wait until I watched it, and I think now it makes sense because even though we didn't get answers, now we have new situations that are created that makes it more interesting to watch, so it's not the same plot line you're watching. Now you have, you know, different characters introduced, Mm -hmm. different agendas, and people making up, breaking up, so... It's good to have people back. Yeah, it is. You feel the same way? Um, I give it, like, our fans on the East Coast were excited, like, really excited about it. But for me, I, I you guys liked it. It was, like, 3.5 out of, like, 5 stars for okay. me tonight. All right. Okay. It was just some, like, a lot of well, maybe like corny this? material a little bit. But, you know, it was nice to see it go a little bit, you know little sexual and different. <laughs> At least we weren't jumping out of our seats this time. <laughs> I know. It was just kind of like, okay. 
Three okay. point five, five stars. You think they're trying me. to make the show a little bit more mature by introducing these uh, scenes? Well, I think so. I mean, they're seniors now. They're growing up. I think they're t- trying to transition a little bit more into more adult material. But one thing I really did like about this episode, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but when one of the big reveals in tonight's episode is Spencer's parents are splitting up. And Spencer's mom is taking her away. They're going to stay at a hotel. And when they have their little interaction and Spencer's asking for answers, she kind of alludes to the fact that there's a bigger story with the parent, which is something we've brought we've brought up on past shows. And I thought that was pretty interesting, mm-hmm. is that she kind of has a half sentence that never gets fully finished about the, her and her husband making a pact that they would never involve the kids yeah. in we don't know what. So that just kind of leads to believe that maybe there is something that goes back a lot further with the parents, which is something we had talked about before. Definitely. It's going to be really interesting to see it revealed because, you know, I've kept on saying it, and Mm -hmm. I don't know if maybe they're trying to um, take the whole Ravenswood plot and bring it over, you know, with the generational parents being involved and it continuing on from generation to generation but we know we keep on blaming Allie for everything but I think the core of the problem uh, was her mom not her because you know where, where do you get your good and bad traits from your parents so I don't think Allie was born like that Allie imitated and mirrored what she saw and I don't think her mom was 100% uh, angel let's just put it that way Okay. Well, she ended up in somebody's backyard, so. <laughs> yeah. You know. There's well. A, oh, well. It's dark. <laughs> you know, you I know. Mean, I guess she like, deserved it. No, no, they're not, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, but, you know, something had to get her to that point, which, yeah. I mean, Absolutely, hopefully, yes. you know, before season 105, we'll find out what, exactly. we'll find out what that reason was, but, you know, it kind of, there was a lot of darkness also in that episode. Jenna comes back, which was another big turn for this, for this season, and Hannah and her one-liners, you know, we blinded her, killed her girlfriend. Of course, she's going to, you know, <laughs> just the, the way that she delivers lines, I still think, is is pretty on well, point. Well, Emily's taking after mood. Hannah now. She, yeah. has the <laughs> she can one mourn li- in New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you see when it came in that it said special on the bus? Yeah. I was was actually expecting Caleb to step out off the bus. bus. I was not expecting (laughs) Jenna at all. But even the way she stares when she gets off the bus, like she, you know, they. I think she could see. Well, they constantly, the girls constantly question that. You know, is she back to being 100% completely blind or can she see? And, you know, her being back brings. Arya's guilt even more so to the forefront of what happened between her and Shauna and she's still trying to find a way to make something that can never be right right Mm -hmm. which we kind of see her struggle with through this episode and looks like Ezra was getting pretty frustrated with that yeah I mean Ezra and her that I mean we'll get into that in a bit but it's just one of those things where he tries to support her but like you know there's some other motive there now and that's really sad to me Really? What motive. motive? What motive are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not an Ezra <laughs> fan, but what motive are you talking about? Uh, no. the, well, he got it. Oh, uh, okay, you mean that kind of motive. Yeah. I'm thinking you're like motive, oh like on Ace Team type of motive. No, no, motive as oh. what we saw tonight. <laughs> well, I don't think that was his motive. <laughs> I think as a dude, you're going to get yours, but. <laughs> you're half of the pie. <laughs> I think he's more frustrated because he was hurt and he almost died and he's like how can you 
feel so bad for someone that almost killed you, almost killed me, did all these horrible mm-hmm. things. Like, okay, this is enough. I get it. Nobody ever wants to kill anyone, but look at it for what it is and stop torturing yourself. She's having nightmares. She's doing all of these things. And he's trying to make her see that this is her doing it to herself and not Shauna haunting her, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's where his frustration comes in, because that's what he shows the scar, and then boom, they're naked. <laughs> but <laughs> Here's my scar. Come here, baby. We're naked. Don't but- try that at home. <laughs> no, she saw, the, she saw his stomach, and she was like... Oh, <laughs> that's why. It but happened. it brings the situation a little bit more to reality on what actually did happen. And although, I mean, who can really imagine what it feels like aside from Emily and that whole crew? What it feels like to have something that traumatic happen and be responsible for ending someone else's life. So what she's going through, very few people can actually, you know, empathize or sympathize with her and. You know, I, I thought it was nice that he was being there and letting her talk yeah. it out and do all those things, but it looked like it got to a point tonight where he's like, okay, enough is enough. <laughs> Look at what this bitch did to me. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> no, I felt like he was trying to be there for her, but it kind of crossed some line for him where it was mm-hmm. just like, you know what, like, I want to be with you. You protected me in some way. And, and so let's, like, make this happen. And that that was kind of, there was a weird transition tonight from, like, supportive friend to, like, something else. It's their chemistry, though. Like, regardless of whether what what they've been through, Arya and Ezra have always had their chemistry. They've always been inseparable, no matter what they've been through. So now that you know Ezra's the good guy and he's out of the hospital and he's being supportive of Arya, why not? You know, connect I know. again. Well, I talked about news and gossip a couple of weeks ago that um, uh, uh, Lucy Hale always thinks that like they're the end game all of this like that she will end up with him and I think that we see that in the 100th tonight that they're gonna continue to reunite and probably break up again too but they're kind of always come back to each other right it's a natural reaction you know we've seen we see them trying to take the cake off the face and <laughs> you know it's just <laughs> you know, yeah, cute, the little cutesy yeah. couple things and of course yeah they they genuinely care about each other and I think you know that unlike some of the other characters jumping from one guy to another they've actually <laughs> you know somewhat been true and loyal to one another it's comfort for the most part it's yeah. Comfort. yeah well what do you guys think about the revelation that Jenna was in New York this whole time now do you think that she's oblivious to what's been going on no, no. of course not. not Melissa was in New York Jenna was in New York <laughs> Shauna was in New York Mona was in Mona, New York well Mona was sending her army to New York <laughs> uh, and the girls were in New York it's not a coincidence that Toby you know didn't see uh, Melissa when he went to England mm-hmm. and she wasn't there she revealed that she was in New York so what was she doing in New York yeah all of them together I mean, we kind of see uh, towards the end of the episode, you know, that Jenna is escorted to Mona. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think Jenna's in the loop. She oh, I think she's the going. queen yeah, of the whole... Yeah, she's in the loop. Yeah. I mean, we find out that they are trying to kind of play a role to get more out of the girls to find out exactly which side they stand on when it comes to Allie. Because it's, I mean, it's always been kind of an Allie versus everyone mm-hmm. else game and we're seeing that a lot more now especially with her encounter with Mona that was mm-hmm. <laughs> she's definitely been out of touch from the whole game well let's back it up to Allie going back to school let's talk about that for a second her whole intro back to school 
was, I have to say, it was a little cheesy. I don't know what you guys thought yeah, about it. But I, the song, the whole thing, it, 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 it played it, out a little too long for me. It also just didn't feel like a Pretty Little Liars moment. It felt like something out of a Gossip Girl or just another show. I mean, definitely a teen drama, but just not what they do on Pretty Little Liars. Even the song selection I didn't think fit in with what we've seen before and what feels like it just felt like as you said a completely different show yeah, yeah and the song choice overall tonight was really interesting it felt like they used a lot more maybe this was just something that i particularly noticed tonight but lyrical music that was supposed to have some deeper meaning right i feel like music doesn't always play that large of a role mm-hmm. on every pretty little liars episode that's where my 3.5 stars come i'm like that <laughs> you didn't like that, the soundtrack the, the the music and that Allie coming back to school scene, it was just all, like, kind of too much, like, everyone was by the school bus, and then everyone made a a pathway for Allie to come into the high school, (laughs) and then everyone circled Allie. I was like, what is this choreograph? This just didn't seem natural. Like, It felt like a movie, not not a show. It felt like a movie. Okay. Well, I mean, but don't you think, on the other hand, too, though, that it was and is what Allie's character is, always making... Showstopper. Yeah, Yeah. making things seem... out of the ordinary. Like, people would act differently because it's her. That's kind of been her thing, right? The dead girl's back. I mean, she definitely didn't want to slip in unnoticed with how she was dressed, either. I do have to say that that was something I noticed, that it was, like, the bright bag with the whole, like, get-up was very much to be noticed. Mm -hmm. But I felt like, kind of, again, the crowd was a little strange. You kind of more wanted to see, like, kids peering out of windows in the school. Like, I feel like that's more, at least... In my high school experience, the way, like, if somebody was getting noticed, you're kind of, like, peering at them, not, like, all standing there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that lovely example. Oh, yes. You're welcome. I don't know if you guys saw it, but... <laughs> well, on another note, too, it looks like Mona has her little army and everybody's playing a part. We didn't really see them congregate together, but as the episode progressed, we saw each one of them kind of play their own little part to separate the girls, Mm -hmm. which I thought was interesting. Lucas and his quote-unquote girlfriend that he's throwing a party for that gets Hannah drunk, and she's kind of out of the picture. Emily's hanging out with Sydney and Paige, so Allie's not invited, and Spencer and her deal, so they kind of single out and make sure Allie is alone that night. Which Aria's with Jenna. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Aria, yeah. And Jenna goes over to Aria's, Mm And tr- plays the whole role, wants to go in and be all buddy-buddy and talk about Shanna. And uh, we've got Allie by herself, walking down the street, getting chased by a car. And f- where where do you go when you get chased? You a run church, right duh. To the church. <laughs> I, mean, obviously, I really thought Wilden was going to come out. <laughs> Could you imagine? You don't go to your, you know, house or nowhere else in that little uh-huh. area. You go to the church. You yeah. go to the church. Maybe because that's the only place you can lock the doors. (laughs) (laughs) Then all of a sudden the wind is bursting and the shutters are flapping and then who appears? Into the dramatic reveal. (laughs) Of Mona. Mona. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you guys think about that interaction? I mean, honestly, how could Allie be that dumb? Of course she was going to get videotaped. I feel like that was very out of character. Allie's off her game a little bit. Yeah. She's rusty. (laughs) Or was it, you know... On purpose to show it to people because she knew it was going to go viral. Once the you know, if she knew she was being recorded, just to make a statement to everyone across the board, like I'm back and yeah. I'm not scared. Okay, I mean, Could I just be. thought it was her asserting dominance. Even if sh- people wouldn't like her for it, it shows that she 
is fighting to be that queen bee, for lack of a better. Like, she's willing to slap someone to get back dominance at school, which is kind of a crazy... But why would she lie about it to her friends? Like, what is the point of that? I think it's just seems a habit, you know. She just can't stop lying? I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I think she's just so used to telling people different stories to, you know, from running and hiding that it's just natural. Also, I just think hmm. that she wants the girls to perceive her in a certain way. And that softer kind and, of and way. Yeah, that softer, like, I'm going to be there for you and I can be... I think I mentioned it last week on the show that she ultimately wants to be the fifth person in that group. And if she seem, comes across as scary to them and, like, she would do that to Mona, she's going to have a harder time getting into that inner circle. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, that would be my reason. I would only imagine that would be the reason she would lie. I don't know. But maybe there's some deeper, darker... I feel like there's always something deep and darker with Allie. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. everybody told a lie. I think almost everyone told a lie tonight. Well, I think almost everyone did, right? We have Spencer that lied to Hannah's mom about her parents' situation. Um, Hannah, didn't she kind of lie about her whole Travis Caleb thing, maybe? Or maybe she just didn't tell anybody. I don't think... Lucas possibly lied about the girlfriend. Aria is lying to Jenna about not know, you know, about mm-hmm. that whole situation. So there's definitely a lot in which there always is, like sprinkled out, it's sprinkled in throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. And did you notice anybody, like the t shirts, the words on the t shirts that, that, that I thought that they kind of meant something in the episode tonight? No, I didn't even look. I, we'll have to rewatch. I know it was Hannah and um, Emily, right? Their and t-shirts? Jenna, they had t shirts that all said something in specific oh. episodes. So, if you guys know what I'm talking about, and mm. you kind of thought the same thing, and as we start talking about those scenes, I'll, I'll bring it up, but please make sure to always go to iTunes, uh, download our podcast, it's free, tell your friends, leave your comments, and let us know what you thought about the t-shirts. I found it very interesting oh. in those certain scenes. I don't know. Mm. That's a game we'll play. So, tell me, use the hashtag P-L-L-A-B-T-V, and let me know if you get what I'm talking about. Okay. Fine. People say we're not, like, <laughs> observant. I was extra observant tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What do we have next? Let's talk about Caleb. Caleb. Caleb is back. He's got a haircut, a little bit of chip <laughs> on his shoulder. He's got a little bit of an attitude. Poor thing. Spent through a lot. You know, The Ravens whole Miranda were. thing, Ravenswood, seeing ghosts and stuff. That'll do something to you. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I don't know... I kind of understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, I'm like, well, you left Hannah, you know, to protect her, you know, granted, but what would you expect her to do? You know, just sit around and wait until, you know, you were done in um, Ravenswood to come back and sweep her off her feet? So it's people move on. So I thought his comment, you know, was, you know, like, oh, your coffee's ready, and then she turns around and he's gone. It was just like, it's not Caleb. He's mm-hmm. well. You but, could tell he was kind of off. His his yeah. personality seemed to be a little different in that first encounter in the coffee shop. He seemed agitated, and I don't know. To me, it looked like he was a little teary eyed and just kind of had a lot of emotions mm-hmm. running during during that little encounter that we saw very quickly. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the episode, when you know Hannah's trying to call him, he's not answering, and then she goes and finds him at the park. And this is one of my t-shirts. Did you guys, when they were having their little talk and he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't want to, you know, Travis is a good guy, I didn't want to get in the middle of that. Did you notice her t-shirt said farewell? 
farewell. Uh-huh. It's like it was a farewell tour T-shirt, I think. But the, okay. the main word that you saw was farewell, so maybe that was a little farewell goodbye to for Travis? those two. For maybe it's Travis, maybe to Caleb. I don't know. Hmm, that's wow, interesting. look at you. But, you know, I think <laughs> there are another <laughs> couple that uh, will always come back to one another, just like mm-hmm. Arya and Ezra, because he knows her so well. He, uh, you know, off the top was able to recognize that you cut your hair because of Allie. Because right. Because Allie's back. So he knows her better than, you know, probably her mom does. And Travis is not going to be able to compete with Caleb. And not that he's competing, but... Well, no, that she gets herself drunk because she's upset over Caleb, which when she goes home mm-hmm. and her mom is upset with her, she, you know, she kind of says as much. So, yeah. so I think now more than ever she needs Caleb because of but everything that's kind of cute. He's well, different. Yeah, I'm Team Travis. Travis is a oh, cutie. He's a nice yeah, guy. Team Caleb. No. Divide the table. <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Caleb left her. Caleb left her. Caleb protected her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well. With the ghost. (laughs) I'm clearly always a fan of the original couples. I'm not, but, you know, I still want Jake back. Oh, Oh, yeah. I liked Jake. I really hope that he comes back and they bring him back somehow, some way. Oh, wait. Is it you that liked Caleb or is that Sarah? Probably Sarah. Sarah's Goo Goo Gaga. I thought you were the one. Why is he fanning me the whole episode? (laughs) Sarah, wherever you are, I'm fanning you. I'm not having hot flashes or anything. (laughs) That's funny. Wrong one. I knew it was one of them. Alright, well, another couple that we saw interact was Emily and Paige. And Paige, I know you had mentioned, looked kind of rough this episode. She's, she's got a little emotions running high. Yeah. She's upset over Allie. She's getting physically sick where she doesn't even want to be at school. Yeah, I mean, I think you're starting to see it take a toll on her. Like, this relationship that she has with Emily seems to be pushing her over some edge. It's, it's not healthy for her at this point, and that's mm-hmm. become really clear. But, you know, at least Emily is trying to do something by reminding her that she's strong and she doesn't need to fear Allison. But what I would really like to see happen is as Allie is coming and reintroducing herself to the school, I want to see flashbacks with the certain people that she's interacting with from Mona's team. Because I honestly don't remember how bad she was to them. Like, Mm -hmm. we only hear what they say. But I would have seen, liked to see a flashback maybe with Paige and seeing what did Emily, what did Allison do to you that was so bad that you need to leave school because you can't stand to see we her in the hallway. We saw a few before. Yeah, we've seen some. And yeah. I, I would like to see a few more because I think I need to be kind of reminded of mm-hmm. it a bit. Um, but I do think that I kind of want Emily to take a stand for Paige or like or have that relationship end. Kind of where they're at right now, obviously, mm-hmm. with what happened in the episode. They're in a very weird gray Well, it was interesting that Emily put the two together, and I liked that Paige you know, was brutally honest with Mm -hmm. Allie, and I hated you, you're a horrible person, I was glad that you were gone. Mm -hmm. And you know, Allie apologizes, and Paige calls her out, are you apologizing for what you did, or for yourself? What is your deal? And still doesn't fully trust her, which, I mean, obviously, I don't think anybody really does, but... I, I thought that was kind of interesting, but you're right. Having Emily just kind of sit back and not really yeah. take a side because she has feelings for both of these girls is a tough position for her. But on the other hand, too, it kind of sucks that she doesn't stick up for either one, really. Yeah, I just wanted her to be there for her girlfriend or 
or be open. Like I just felt Which like one is her girlfriend? Well, neither one right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think she's. Uh, you know, Sydney is probably trying to cling on to her. Yeah. <laughs> True. True. But I guess I just want her to make a choice, and I'm sure that that will play out in the episodes to come. Oh, but, for sure. But for I sure. wanted it in the 100th. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, you can't have everything, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, we clear. got Paige confronting <laughs> Allison, uh-huh. which was yeah. I and I think that was that was Emily is gonna turn. be a make make or break deal for the whole um, Mona army because you know if she didn't do what she did. Now I kind of have a feeling like, okay, Paige is going to be a little bit softer or maybe, like, fill her in on what's going on because Emily did stand up for her and did in some way choose her side versus Allie's by taking her to confront her and, you know, giving her, still opening the doors for her, not just closing her out and not having to do anything with her. If the girls start acting like that with people that they know... Um, then I think it's just going to go downhill from that. Because could, sorry, Emily, I'm sorry, Allison would completely be over their lives and controlling, just like before. Yeah. What were oh, you going to say? <laughs> go, go, go. Um, I feel like it could go either way. Like, you know, we saw Emily and Allison get chummy and holding hands and everything. And even though Emily and uh, Paige and Allison all had their conversation, and Paige is on, you know, with Mona's army right now. If she sees Emily's with Allison, and they're kind of open with that, I feel like that's going to push Paige over the edge to go to Mona's army. Oh, I absolutely agree. Like, I because, feel like yeah. that's, that's where it's going to go. Well, and I think, too, and I know uh, there were some comments on YouTube that disagreed with me, but I still kind of think that Emily... And Paige, Paige is a little bit more controlling versus protective. I mm-hmm. still kind of get that from her. Like, I, I do think that she wants her safe and all of that, but I still feel there's a little bit more of a controlling edge versus just a protective, and mm-hmm. I think we'll see that should that happen mm-hmm. if it decides to go that way. Oh, I think maybe we'll see that more and more from They're going to play on that triangle for sure. I want to know how much she knows and, you know, knows who's involved in Mona's army because... Well, my question would be, does she know about Sydney and who she's working with? Or is she just informed of Mona's army and Mona's side? Because... Well, I'm sure Mona's got the, the hidden the hidden gems all around where she doesn't want everyone to know because she's. I mean, Mona. One thing we know about Mona is she's not that dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She definitely covers you know covers herself and in, in different aspects of everything and tries to make sure she has all her bases covered. So. There's got to be a handful of people that don't know about each other. Oh, I bet. And I, I, yeah, I think Sydney's sure. one of them. I mean, that, and that's another thing that takes us to that, that we find out at the end of the episode that Sydney is actually friends with Jenna. And I like how they come yeah. out of the car looking like twins. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Big glasses, long hair, and Jenna's T-shirt said, I think you've got a friend. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> mm. Mm. Unusual thing of, to have a t- on a t-shirt. Too. I think mm-hmm. Jenna is truthfully blind, though, because she's kind of escorted to sit next yes, to Mona. Yes, I think so, too, yeah. So, that goes that... There goes that I thing. wouldn't yeah. underestimate her, either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't think she fully trusts Mona, either. I think they're just using one another for the same cause, but they're completely two different... Agendas. Agendas. Hmm. Okay. Well, and now we know Sydney's bad. She's been kind of spying on Emily man. to try to figure out where everybody's bad. We have to be skeptical bad. of everyone. Man, 
Man. <laughs> but um, we also get another uh, revelation today, which is um, the dead girl. Yes, that was one of the biggest answers of the night, was we finally found out whose body was actually in Allie's grave, and it was a Radley patient. I think we had, somebody had did a prediction about that, that it was probably somebody from there, and her name was Bethany Young. Bethany Young. 17, right? Yes. So, what are your thoughts about Mrs. Laurentis being on the board of Radley? A dead girl being in her daughter's coffin. Buried mm. alive, no less. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a... Uh, Creepy. That's who a- has access to Radley to, I guess... And who killed Bethany? patience away. Well, it could be... It could have been... Ren, was he around then? I can't remember. You guys are going to have to correct me on that. That's one of the Radley people. Mona. Mona. Um... Dr. Sullivan, I'm always going to bring that in. I mean, but this was way before, this was way before anything happened because you have to remember this is when Allie actually went missing. So it was before Mona went to Ratley, before Ren was introduced. Well, just that that just is before he was introduced to us. Yeah. True. What confuses me is always that how Bethany Young was mistaken for Alison De Laurentiis. Didn't didn't they do DNA? And that was the thing when the body, because remember when the body was was dug up and like all of that, didn't they do? It was, it was something about the teeth that you, they couldn't know. Didn't people see pictures and realize that Bethany Young looked nothing like <laughs> Alison De Laurentiis? Like, come on. That's what I... I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, why did we get introduced <laughs> to Mrs. De Laurentiis being on the board of Radley? That paper that we saw, what mm-hmm. was the purpose of that? We really didn't understand what they were trying to introduce well, to it us. Was it to make to... a connection that she has, you know, ties in making an influence in Radley? And what she says goes. Well, right. Well, what we do, if if the story is true that uh, she saw someone hit who she thought was Allie mm-hmm. and did nothing, then that she could have been the one to take the body when she realized. I think she knew. The theory that Allie had when she first came back that she was kind of scared of her mom, that her mom kind of was involved in all of that, I think that there's a little bit of truth to that. Hmm. Hence the reason why she ended up in a grave of her own. I think there's a lot more to that. And then her whole conspiracy of trying to blame Spencer and all of that, I think she knew exactly who was in there and had something to do with it. And maybe Jason helped her. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Or maybe one of the parents helped her. Maybe. It's just there's a lot going on, and you know, so many different theories are out there. You just want to get some sort well, of. Well, everybody's clues blackmailing and, each other because we know that the parents were blackmailing about the affair and all of that stuff. And I don't know. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We need the board with the string. And I know, right? <laughs> Mrs. D killed Allie. She was gone. Had to put somebody in the grave. She put Bethany Young in the grave to show that she killed somebody because somebody wanted Allie dead. I think I'm, Tippy knows. We need Tippy back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this, the finale needs to just be, kidding. like, I don't know. I'm, I was like, Renee for on? a second. <laughs> <laughs> but now my theory, oh, we're not on theories, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyways. I think Blackville has been Sydney uh, all along. Ooh. Because we kept on saying it was Melissa, and I didn't realize it until I saw her walking Jenna over to her table, how tall she was, Mm -hmm. and skinny. And she could definitely fit into Black Veil's dress. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And we've also so, heard that Sydney, the actress who uh, plays Sydney, has been wanted for Pretty Little Liars for a long time. Mm-hmm. So could that be that this was always the idea that she was going? They had a character for her, probably. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and I just think it's interesting too the way when she meets with Mona, just the way that she dressed like and, and looks pretty much like Jenna, like the big glasses and and all of that. There, that something has to be said for that. Mm. There's. Definitely going to be more to that whole thing. She probably walked around with the glasses pretending to be Jenna. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but this entire episode was all about that. It was kind of, here was our first 100, and it all played out, and now we're going to open a bunch of new doors and new possibilities and see where it takes us. Hmm. I don't like it. I so want some answers. <laughs> yeah. Who set the bomb that exploded at Jenna's house? No idea. Who did it? Jenna. Who did it? (laughs) Jenna. Jenna. (laughs) She has to cause some sort of a distraction. I mean, she already has people feeling sorry for her. So I'm kind of like, one side of me says, okay, she was genuinely crying in her room and she, you know, is mourning. The other side of me is saying, no, she's a bee and I can't believe, you know, she would manipulate and then go and meet with Mona. So I don't know. I, at this point, I think she probably would have set it up. It's a reminder of what, what happened. Yeah, what was so interesting, though, is that it was such an intentional scene because when we saw them all gathered together to watch that news conference, we were like, wow, everyone's together. Mm-hmm. And so you have to start thinking about who wasn't in that room, who could be driving that car. And there's not that many possibilities in all right. honesty. But there's lots of possibilities. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> in, in Ravenswood, <laughs> there's always possibilities. I mean, I've heard... Our usual suspects. So many different theories from our fans that now I'm kind of, like, skeptical about. I'm like, okay, maybe it is true. Maybe, you know, um... Uh, oh, my God, what was her name? Allie's uh, friend. Uh, she boarded the plane. Oh. Um, oh, oh the God. other blonde one. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 That you know, Cece didn't make it on the plane, (laughs) and you know she's still around. Like I don't know. I'm just like Mm -mm, I don't think Cece did that. However, I don't know who did it, and I'm not going to try to pretend I know or predict who knows (laughs) who did it because there's way too many people. Well, did we? Did you guys pick out which? Cars were. Did you recognize any of the cars that were that had exploded? Because the one thing they did mention when when Mona, Jenna, and Sydney met together, they did make reference to Jenna's old car, I nice car yes. used to be mine. So when I saw this, and I have to go back and look because I, I didn't notice, but I was wondering if it was the same car that was in that lot because there's a lot of cars around. I don't there. think I saw Jenna's I car. I don't think I did I don't either, think... but I don't, I don't know if maybe I just missed it, but. I just, because they made reference to that, I was curious if maybe that had something to do with it. That scene was cray-cray. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And who was driving it? Mona was driving it? Huh? It seemed like it if she was sitting there already, but we didn't really know. Yeah. Okay. Well, we need to get some answers. We We always need answers. A is back. A is back. A is back. With the dollhouses and the dolls, your favorite. I I was so sure that A was done. No, see, I knew A was coming back. Like, I had a good feeling, like, there was still more to play with with A, but I was not happy to see the dolls, if anyone else feels the same way. Um, These now they're a bigger team, so let's hope they use each other's brains and stop lying to one another. And I think they need to backtrack and uh, go back to 
previous clues that they've had that, you know, they just brushed it off and move forward and start tracking back to where did this all start? Mm-hmm. I mean, well... Clearly That's A is easy to pick back up, though. Like, if Jenna was good friends with Shauna, and Shauna's dead now, I, um, what's her butt? <laughs> <laughs> Jenna has access to everything, and, you know, I'm sure A is something easy to pick right back off of. And Mona knows all too well how to be A. So, easy, breezy, beautiful cover yeah. girl. And, okay. Well, someone <clears throat> tweeted me this week, and they were talking about that they really want a flashback, because it's getting so confusing with all these relationships and what happened at the time that Allie disappeared. Where where were all these relationships? And she was like, I just want to see an episode where we have an entire flashback from that time. And I was like, I think that would be so, Mm -hmm. such a clarifying thing. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We need, yeah. 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 We need something like similar to like the black and white episode, but it just takes you back. Like the time machine episode. Exactly. Let's go back to all these different times. We saw a little bit with, uh, with Allison and Mona and, you know, with the motel and taking care of her and stuff like that. But, you know, what were the rest of the crowd and town people doing? You just want to see. It's so crazy that, you know, Mona was sick. You said Allison taking care of Mona? Wait, what'd you say? Mona was taking care of Allison. Sorry. (laughs) It was so crazy that, you know, Mona and Allison had their little thing at the end. You know, when Mona was helping Allison escape town, and now all of a sudden Mona is just so obsessed with Allison being gone. She wants Allison gone. Well, I don't think she helped her escape town for out of the. That was the whole point. Well, yeah, but like, you know, it just seemed like maybe. They could have come to a truce with Allison. Which it sounded like Allison was going that, you know, yeah. enough. it doesn't have to be this way. Leave me alone after she says all her loser Mona stuff. Yeah. But she, I mean, I, Mona really provoked her. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes it hard to tell. And then when she decides to omit that one part about her role in the fight and what she actually did, saying she just stood there and stared at her, and it does, it doesn't make sense. And, on one hand, it seems like she's trying to be different, but on the other hand, with these certain the the lies that she's choosing to tell are very interesting. Yeah, and I just I I don't know I don't get it. I don't get it either. Um, you think she's on Mona's team, Allison? Or working with Mona? No, no. no. Okay. But I mean, I get, and from a lot of the flashbacks we've seen, and from you know the earlier seasons, like Allison was a horrible bully. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know that. That's no secret. So there would be tons of people that want her, you know, to want to get back at her and all of that, which is what we're starting to see. But I mean, do you really have nothing else to do in high school but attack, like attack yeah. class, yeah. attack yeah. each other, yeah. attacking each other? What surprised me in that scene <laughs> when Mona showed the cell phone was that Allison didn't say a single thing. She walked away. She didn't defend herself. She didn't do anything. So why didn't you say anything? Like why not? You're I don't Allison. know if there's anything left to say at that point, unless you're working with Mona. Yeah, <laughs> and that was all um, planned out. Could be, I don't know. Yeah. To felt like find Allison. out who the real A is, because she knows it's not Mona. Mona just has an army of people. So, who is A? Hmm. And maybe she's using Mona to, you know, get the details and the information from from different people. Mm-mm. Just a theory. Don't shoot me down. <laughs> you guys 
to believe me about the parents being involved. I mean, so. nothing is ever, yeah. ever, ever what it right, seems. Right. It's always, you know, far left from what you think it is. So uh, that, it totally could be. It could be a yeah. plan that they're made to really flesh out who this A, a really mm-hmm. is. I guess Allison knows mean, that Mona has her peeps and, you know, it kind of was useless to say something because she saw the people surrounding Allison. So why am I going to sit here and blab my mouth when it's not right. going to help, help me. Okay. Yeah. All right, Francisco. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but we love to hear your theory, so please continue to tell us. Um, all right. What else do we need to touch on? What have we forgotten? There's so much. There's a lot of stuff this episode. Lots more questions than answers, but was there anyone that we missed? Anything else? Any other afterthoughts you guys want to bring up? No, I think it was a lot of, you know, more action going on than speaking, so... Yeah. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, it was, you know, there was a lot of loving in this episode. We're going to see what happens with Allie and Emily uh, now that Emily is pretty PO'd that she lied to them again. So that could potentially split them up. You know, we saw that Allie was trying to fix things by, you know, getting physical and Emily's not having it. But they were holding hands during that scene, so... At the end, so before, yeah, now that there's the body found and all of that, that could kind of change things, and with the explosion, maybe those high emotions will bring bring it back together. Everyone was rekindling their relationship and romance Mm -hmm. uh, at the end. That's kind of what I meant. It was kind of like pressing the restart button in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways. It was like, oh, here, we're going to give you all these relationships, and it's going to be kind of a a restart or kind of re-angling the show in a lot of ways. But is Allison for real about her feelings for Emily? Is she playing the same game again with Emily? I felt it was very manipulative. Oh, yeah. I didn't feel like it was, but... Because she needs someone on her side because the girls are very... You know, they're standing up for themselves. Mm -hmm. Like... Uh, Aria said, or who was it, Spencer or Aria, when they were in the room, um, I think Spencer's told Aria, like, don't listen to her. Or Aria said it to Spencer. It's not up to her. It's not up to her. Mm -hmm. You know, so they're standing up to her, so she needs someone in her corner. Yeah, they and definitely who's are. And the weakest link that yeah. has more feelings for her than everyone else. Emily definitely using that to her advantage for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a part of Allison that wants to be good, but there's the part of Allison that will never leave Allison. So. All right, well, let's get into some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. (laughs) I know, you guys got really excited for news and gossip this week. It's good. I'm so glad. Um, So Tyler Blackburn, uh, of course, plays Caleb, and he is talking about what we were talking about earlier, where Caleb is kind of at um, in terms of the storyline. He says, he's definitely not coming back with a clear mind. He's been through a lot, and a lot of it's very hard to believe. So I think he's tortured, and he's coming back a little bit reluctantly. It takes him a little bit of time to settle back in. However, he says there's hope for Caleb and Hannah. So oh, that, that's really nice. nice. Spoiler. Really okay. fun. I mean, dealing with ghosts, I'd be confused, too. <laughs> <laughs> right? And uh, this week, uh, of course, the Pretty Little Liars cast has been out doing interviews talking about this 100th episode, which is such a milestone for the show. So big congrats to them, of course, Mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And Lucy and Shay did an interview talking about the craziest PLL moments of all time. And Lucy says she thinks it's by far finding out that Ezra was writing a book and that essentially their relationship was research. So Arya kind of loses it a little bit. And I think Ezra getting shot was a big moment. So she's definitely playing into that 
Arya and Ezra forever <laughs> thing going on. Good. And Shay says, um, I would have would have to say being chased up in the lighthouse by Nate, which is a moment that I always think of as being like, oh, this show has gone off and done something really crazy. It's mm-hmm. no longer that like typical ABC family show. It's something special. So right. that that's a big one. And Ashley Benson um, is uh the face of a, a new H&M campaign for their Divided Ooh. collection this summer. So definitely be sure to check out Billboard's ads, all of it. She looks great in them. So definitely check that one out. And um, a little gossip for you, of course. Uh, Tyler Blackburn uh, was in Hawaii this uh, weekend over the 4th of July holiday uh, with his new girlfriend, Lauren Hoover. Mm. And... Uh, What's funny is that Shay Mitchell and Ashley Benson were also hanging out with them. So you should check out his Instagram because there are tons of photos there. So nice. definitely fun. All right. All right. Predictions. Everybody's so anxious to give them. And now, I already gave them. Predictions. Okay. You have to have one more. Come on. Someone else start. <laughs> I'm going Arya and Ezra because if you're a longtime watcher of our show, you know I'm a big fan of that relationship. So I'm gonna say that it is going to be good for a while, and then something is going to come between them because I think he's very much in the protective mode right now. He really wants to protect her, and you see him walking out behind her after that explosion tonight. So I think that for a while, they're going to be okay. I'm hoping. But I don't think it's going to last. I think there's going to be more rough waters for them. Allison. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Alright. Um, I think I'm going to go with our fans and somewhat agree with the fact that Toby might be involved with A and he's not fully invested in Spencer. Mm. So, mm. you know, Mona yeah. being, not Mona, uh, Jenna being back, you know, he goes to pick her up and, you know, he still has to live with her. So, well, not anymore, but. So, <laughs> we saw what happens next week. <laughs> yeah, he's just been gone way too much. And where has he been? We don't really have much answers. Like, why was he in London? Mm-hmm. I think that. That everybody, you know, all the girls, the boyfriends, Allison, they're all going to be part of the A-game now. They're all going to get the A-text. It's not just going to be the liars. It's going to be all of them involved with this whole A-charade now. Oh, okay. So is that going to make their relationship stronger? or I think that's what could pull them together a little bit. Hmm, interesting. It's either going to make it, them. some of them I feel like will fall apart and some will get stronger. Interesting. I just I feel like the guys will keep the girls in check and in balance with one another. Shoot, so, I hope so. Mm. someone's gonna be left out. Balance is not a word I normally use for pretty little arms. <laughs> well, you know, the, I think except Toby, I don't know how I feel about him right now. But Ezra's <laughs> with Arya and their relationship pretty well balanced, you know, and he keeps yeah. her level headed, and so does Caleb with Han- uh, with Hannah. So, but what about Travis? Travis is going to shake that up a little bit. What do we think about that? Travis is going to cross over to the dark side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mona's army. <laughs> what I feel about Toby is that he needs to cut his save by the bell here. <laughs> 
Done it. <laughs> the Euro trend is not working. Uh, <laughs> it just it, it, you know, it works for some people, but. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for PLL 100 here at AfterBuzz. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. And we are excited to see what is going to happen next week. It looks like, you know, A is back in full force. We've seen a lot of good, a lot of good previews for the next episode. We'll see if any of that actually comes to fruition in that next episode. They like to tease Definitely. us with the good stuff. But make sure to follow us here at AfterBuzz TV on all the social media channels and give us your theories and use the hashtag PLLABTV. And you can follow me at Kelly with an IE079. And you can follow me at Stephanie Winger. You can follow me on Instagram, Francisco Thurston, and Twitter, The Francisco. And you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Real Emma K. And just a big announcement for all of our fans, viewers watching us. I'm going to go ahead and announce it that whoever tweets us the best theory for next week and we all agree on it, they'll win something, a special gift from EmmaCaseCloset.com. So keep on giving us those tweets, guys. And use the hashtag PLLABTV. I'm going to win. Bye. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.